We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the WEEI Studios, the home of Patriots Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. Always live on the free Odyssey app. One can't help but be positive. The other can't help but be negative. Bleep you, you bleeping bleepity bleep. The only thing they seem to agree on is that they can barely agree on anything. Blah, blah, blah. I'm Andy Hart. Uh, I'm not happy about this. It's sports radio for the passionate fan. What's up, Nick? And grumpy dad in all of us. That is just so stupid. Fitzy and Hart. Yes, I've been listening, Andy. On Boston Sports Original. I like the way Andy Hart does it. Might have Nick just take over. W-E-E-I. Hour number two of Fitzy and Hart here on WEEI. You can join us and tell us who you would like to see start Monday night at quarterback, who you think is going to start, and what's going on with Return of the Mac and the Zappy Hour at 617-779-7937. But we have some breaking NFL starting quarterback news, Andy. Happy to share it with you. First to break it here on the Boston scene. Are you ready? Yes. Per Adam Schefter. While Wilson wanted to play despite a hamstring injury and did everything he could to play, the Broncos head coach Nathaniel Hackett will hold back the nine-time Pro Bowler versus the Jets to allow him to heal and prevent a lingering injury. Brett Rippon gets the start. Wow. Rippon v. Jets. Get ready for the 5-2 and two Jets when the Patriots travel to the Meadowlands and Jet Life Stadium next weekend. Wow. So, Patriots could improve to 4-3 and three and still remain in the cellar. Of the AL, I mean the AFC East. <laughs> I said the AL East. Sorry, when I was talking about basements and last place, I automatically thought of the Red Sox. It's weird. Oh, shots fired. What did they do to deserve that? Stink. That's what they do. That's exactly they suck, stunk. actually. <laughs> Underwhelm wildly. Fail to entertain me one bit for most of the season. Um, I've had so much, by the way, I've had so much fun. Thank you for saying that. I've had more fun watching two Celtics games than I had six months of watching the Red Sox. I've had yeah. more fun watching Schwaba, watching Kyle from Waltham hit bombs for the Phillies while also raising an angry fist, doing a quick little Bob Bell. Hey, how come we can't get guys like that? Uh, that I, when these playoffs, then I had the whole Red Sox thing. And the emotional pretzel that the ALCS has twisted Red Sox fans into, like, ugh, Astros and Yankees. Who do I root for here? The answer, an asteroid. But in absence of that, obviously, I think I think you have to root for the Yankees because I hate the Astros that much. And then you root your tail off for whoever makes it from the NL, be it Padres or Phillies, to take the rug out from underneath the Yankees so they lose on the biggest stage and there's more heartbreak for the Bronx Bombers. Yeah, I'm rooting for the Padres, definitely. That is my... What about the Phillies? Did you see that, moon? Did you see that 500-footer yeah. that Schwarber hit the other night? I don't like Bryce Harper. It hinders my your disdain uh, for Bryce Hopper prevents yeah. you Bryce Hopper. Nice job. Hopper. That's what that I call him. Hopper. Um, Hopper. <laughs> that's what that's what Washington Nationals fans probably name their toilet. 
Um, hold on. You can't root for the Phillies because of your disdain for Bryce Harper? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't. I, I just I can't stand him from the clown question bro to just his whole gimmick. And you're right. Schwarber and, and the rest of the team like him. But that was a bomb that he oh hit. Oh, my God. Um, did you I see just, the co- Did you see the side by side somebody put together? I'm not sure if it was John Boy Media or one of the other baseball guys out there. That home run was the exact same swing, the exact same everything of a home run Matt Stairs hit years ago. Uh, remember Matt Stairs, professional yep. hitter. Yep, guy was a legend, absolutely one of the best perms and mustaches in the history of baseball. Um, the exact same swing, exact same distance on the home run. They even wore the same jersey number. Like I love the fact that we have a modern day Matt Stairs in uh, Kyle Schwarber, but I'm having fun rooting for the Phillies in Dabrowski. He helped us win a World Series. I got, I got See, nothing but love. Good for them. They got, they got the guy I'm, that we should have held on to. And if the Padres make it, they're fun too. Yeah, the Padres I like. Um, Manny Machado has grown on me. I didn't used to like him when he was uh, with the O's, but he has grown on me, and I, I just find that team very likable. And and see they're. They're interesting because they're not a huge market team, but obviously they've gone all in basically the last couple years. And uh, you're you right. Trade for Juan Soto, and you're going to owe him about yeah. five hundred million dollars. Yeah, I would call that all in. Yeah, well, you know, I'd like to see the Red Sox go all in once in a while. Then I, they certainly have the resources. Um, and but Heim Bloom where... found Dumpster McGee the other day, and he had a five and a half ERA, yeah. and maybe he'll. It's great. Help great. the bullpen. Really exciting. And that's why I, there's a little bit of me, little bit of me that will be happy to see the Phillies win because Dombrowski and sort of sticking it to the Red Sox. This idea that you know he ruined everything and he's a clown and you got a much better modern version of a GM and meanwhile he's going to go uh, potentially win another ring for himself elsewhere. Absolutely. Back to the phones we go for a quick uh, return to the football talk. Dave's on the line. He wants to do a little little uh, Pats and Mac Mac and Zap. What's up, Dave? Greetings, greetings, comrades. Hi. You guys, you are fabulous comrades. Anybody ever called you a comrade before? Nope. Uh, no, but you know, I'm here nope. for all the first times for everything. In Russia, there you go, comrades. All right. You know, first, uh, no doubt, I'm moving for a Yankees Phillies World Series. That would that would just be great. But um, first of all, I I think Mac and the Patriots are gonna are gonna spread their wings. And Mac is going to prove himself three or four touchdowns. He's going to pass for a few hundred yards. And then after the game is over, in the locker room, he and he and, um, and Zappi are going to have an all-out steel cage match. And Mac is going to just stomp all over him. What do you think of that? Well, that would be terrible because then we won't have a backup in case Mac Jones gets hurt later on. About Garrett Gilbert. We can't, do, yeah. What Do you want to see the rise of Gilbert? Do you want to see what's eating uh, – <laughs> Why not? Eric Gilbert? No, thanks. No, but in all seriousness, I, I mean, this is Mac's job. He's proven, I mean, he has a better pedigree. Pedigree. He, he, he is a more talented quarterback, and it, it should be his team. And I think it is his team. I mean, Belichick is just playing mind games with the media, and that's all he's doing. He probably, Belichick probably laughs behind closed doors at all the shenanigans he throws you guys. And yeah, I would like to see someone, to someone defy him and and, and break down and get past the all uh, the BS that Belichick tries to tries to give the media. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thank you, comrade, for the call. We appreciate Doss' phone call on on a day like this and uh, the opinions as well. Um, 
getting past the Belichick firewall, like all I can say to you is good luck. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna. I mean, twenty whatever years in, I think we uh, we can give up on that. But he, he brings up an interesting question. So our last caller talked about um, before we went to break the idea of trading Zappy and taking. Mm-hmm. You know, if people are calling, you're definitely listening. Right. Do you think that? Is it is it better for Zappy's trade value if Mac comes back, Mac, you know, settles back into his job, he wins, he's the franchise, and we don't see Zappy again? Is there is there trade value? Does does a two and record, the evolution of his three games played, does that would that entice anyone to be interested in Bailey Zappy, or do they need to see more for him to have trade value? I think we should trend and catch you up on all of the sports son scores a, right now in college football, preview baseball, talk NFL and more, and then I'll give you my opinion on the other side, and then we'll talk a little more football and some Celtics, and then we'll go around the NFL, and next thing you know, it'll be three, and it'll be time for BC football. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number, comrades. And now we catch you up on the rest of sports with Trending. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEEI and WEEI.com. A quick check of the weather for Monday night, Andrew, in Foxborough. Looks like we have a between 40 and 70% chance of intermittent showers, but hopefully by the time they get to kickoff, it's going to feel, quote, much like yourself on the boat, cool. Hmm. Wet ball game if Bailey Zappi has to play. Doesn't he have small hands? Could be a problem. Oh, yes. And doesn't Tyquan Thornton have thin wrists? He does. And I don't know why that matters. Back to it you. It doesn't. I just brought it up for no good reason at all. Your Boston Celtics are 2-0 and on the young season after they beat the Heat last night. 111-104 in Miami. Jason Tatum had 29. Jalen Brown had 28. The Seas are back in action tonight as they head to Orlando to take on the upstart and frisky magic. They're just the magic. I called them upstart and frisky. Tip-off is at 7 p.m. That'll make for an excellent sports Saturday night with all the college football and the Major League Baseball playoffs as well, Andy, because tonight you have game five. uh, Excuse me. You have game four of the game three. uh, Houston is up two games to none. That's 5.07 first pitch. Game four tonight, 7.45, Padres at the Phillies. Sneaky, excellent sports Saturday night for everyone sitting around the old homestead enjoying the game action. Your Bruins are currently hosting the Minnesota Wild. A little garden matinee. Stiz Grimey, could we have a score, please? Absolutely. With David Pasternak scoring his 40th home goal dating to the start of the 2020-21 season, your Bruins have now taken a 2-1 to lead with 13 minutes left in the second period. An update that also included factual statistical information. Give this guy a raise. Unbelievable. Let's move on to college football, shall we? (laughs) We shall. Uh, Today we have Cincinnati up 23-14 over SMU. Ohio State 26-10 right now in the third quarter over Iowa. It's not even this close. Tennessee is home against Tennessee Martin. It's 58-7. I wonder what the line was in that one, Andy. Syracuse. The ACC showdown in Clemson. There's no P, but you have to pronounce it with one. Syracuse is up 21-10 to 10 halfway through the third quarter in that one. You got Mississippi LSU at 3.30, UCLA, Oregon. And then tonight, 7 o'clock, Alabama fresh off the upset against Tennessee last week. They host Mississippi State. Oh, my, to have been under the hellfire of Nick Saban preparing for that one. 
this week. Of course, Mac Jones limited at practice this week. Still no designation as to who will be the starting quarterback Monday night for the Patriots. We're here with you talking about it until 3 o'clock. Feel free to weigh in at any time. And, of course, tomorrow you can hear more updates, information, analysis, and conversation to keep you company with WEI Football Sunday with Gresh, Keith, and Wiggy from 10 to 1 and the Six Rings postgame show with me and him, Fitzy and Hart, Monday night after the conclusion of Bears and Patriots. That's what's trending on WEI and WEI.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, we're right back to it. Bitsy and Hart on WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. You probably think that you are better now, better now. You only say that because I'm not around, not around. You know I never meant to let you down, let you down. Here with you on a beautiful fall Saturday on WEI. We got you until three o'clock today, and then of course coverage of the Boston College Eagles in an ACC showdown against the surprisingly 13th ranked nationally Demon Deacons of Wake Forest. The old Meter Man meets tweets. John Meter Perel be on the call. That should be a good time for everyone out there. I was just sort of looking around the NFL, Andy. Real quick, what did you make of that Christian McCaffrey trade? Does that make the Niners, obviously it makes them a better team, and sorry to everyone who has Elijah Mitchell stored on the injured reserve spot on their fantasy roster because he ain't going to be much of a factor the rest of the way unless, of course, CMC gets hurt. But does that make them better, much better, or potential NFC championship favorite? Uh, Potential NFC championship favorite, absolutely. Um, I think that offense, uh, this puts a lot of pressure on Kyle Shanahan because – you have two of the more unique offensive weapons in the National Football League in Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. Interchangeable. You know, as I saw it termed today, you have a running back who can light up at wide receiver and a wide receiver who can line up at running back and, and do those jobs equally well. And then you bring in George Kittle. You bring in the success they've had with Jimmy Garoppolo over the years. He's a guy that can distribute the football to capable playmakers uh, when he's on. And their defense is phenomenal, hard-hitting, physical, violent defense. I really like the 49ers right now as a team to potentially come out of the NFC. And I like the trade. I like, and I saw that the Rams were interested. This all-in approach that some of these teams are taking, uh, and you don't have first-round picks, so you know what? i got to pile up the second, thirds, fourths, fifths, whatevers to get these deals done. And, you know, who knows how this hinders you down the road, but... Uh, win a Super Bowl and worry about that then. So I I like this deal a lot for the 49ers. Yeah, I think this, if they could get, I mean, they have two good wide receivers. You've got a dynamite tight end who they've yet to get going. You've got an excellent defense with a, just a dominant defensive line and a good young secondary. You got a head coach who thinks he's the greatest thing to ever happen to football. Absolutely. Christian McCaffrey, if he remains healthy, and that's one of the bigger ifs in the NFL right now, uh, if he remains healthy, they could be an absolute powerhouse. Like, there is no, there is not even close to a clear-cut favorite in the NFC. 
all due respect to those who like to order it wit and without whiz, uh, the Eagles, I know they're 6-0, and but I'm not completely sold right now on the Eagles. Would be uh, an age of insufferability beyond compare if the Phillies go to the World Series and the Eagles go to the Super Bowl. Oh, drown me in a pool of yingling. I wouldn't be able to stand it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the Eagles are good, but like I could see the 49ers coming off of a very wonky 28-14 to loss last week to the Falcons. I do think the Falcons' streak of six games uh, covering and winning out against the spread comes to an end this week uh, against the Bengals, but um, the 49ers could be a real force in the NFC, a force that I think a lot of us thought the Tampa Bay Buccaneers would be. Is it going to get any better for Tom Brady anytime soon? Because I don't think so. And it's not just because things are lousy for him on the home front and he's got his own personal issues and is making ridiculous comments and kind of doesn't know which way personally or professionally is up. It all begins and ends with the offensive line, which is what we're seeing happen in New England. Hence, that's why I believe, and I think a lot of people believe, the Patriots are having this little burst of success and may continue to be relevant and competitive the rest of the year because they have a very good offensive line. Meanwhile, Tampa, you lose one guard to retirement. Another one goes free agent to Cincinnati. The Perhaps the biggest and badass young tackle in football he's dinged up for a large part of the season and your starting center goes down in training camp and he may not be back till december if he comes back at all that's why brady can't do tom brady things he doesn't have any time they can't and they're running too much with behind that banged up line no less and they're lucky to be three and three they have they they Correct. easily could have a much worse record you could have a much crankier quarterback if they were sub 500 at this point and you know i thought this this season just felt to me um like it was it was not going to go they wanted to go and i think their their coach is already acknowledging it these comments about you know living in the past and on super bowls and all that uh that's not who they are right now now they have talent they still have talent tom brady is probably better than he's played right now like i'm i don't think he's toast done can't do it and godwin and evans like they have the ability but you're right We've learned more and more, and, and we learned it in the Super Bowl against the Bucks when the offensive line for the Chiefs said, yeah, there's no way we're winning today. I don't care how good we are anywhere else. I don't care how superhuman our quarterback is. When your line stinks, it really makes the rest of the team stink. And those, those cliches, you know the guys, you got to build in the trenches, and everybody rolls their eyes. Well, when you roll your eyes and you're not strong in the trenches – Generally, your team isn't very good. The Bengals, the Chiefs, like you see guys get hit. Certainly the Bears, 23 sacks for Justin Fields. And I know he runs a little bit, so the number might be fluffed up. But um, the lack of offensive linemen, I see it at the high school level. I watch a lot of games. There's not enough linemen coming through the pipeline. In my uh, long term, could the NFL be in trouble approach to everything? I think that there's not enough fat guy, good guy offensive linemen. Everybody plays flag football now, and you don't develop any offensive linemen. And then you go, Bucks, they stink. See what I did there? Tied in high school football to Tom Brady's struggles right there. How about that? Magic. Unbelievable. Uh, and now, of course, we may be forced to do whatever. What's the opposite of it's not necessarily the opposite of a victory lap. Is it a lap of shame, the walk of shame? Any and all of us who criticized the Cole Strange first round pick, who thought that it was ridiculous, we hadn't heard of him. What are you doing? You created your own need. Kids played really well so far. And that doesn't make it right. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're not doing that. We're not doing the reverse victory lap or anything like that just yet. 
Just because he's a good guard that you could have had in might. the third round, and you I already had a good might. guard. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not taking part in this. Oh, it's great. Yeah, Bill wins again. Checkers, chess, whole thing. No. He created a hole by trading a good guard, and then he may have overdrafted a guard. Doesn't change the story because the guy is pretty good. Nothing okay, changes. And why is the offensive line gelling the way that they are? Is it health? Is it scheme? Is it what? You tell uh, Mike on when you finally getting it together. And oh, by the way, Isaiah Wynn removing all mentions uh, and images of the New England Patriots from his Instagram. Mature. Did he do that? Yep. He's not even good enough for that to be relevant. What an idiot. Like, I, you can do that if you're, like, you have 2 million followers and you're, like, OBJ. Oh, yeah, the Rams don't want me back. I'll do this. Like, okay, I hate it. I, I hate that that's a part of our world, but you can do that. Like, Kyler Murray did it as a negotiating tactic right. so that he could. He's a quarterback. He's a star. He was the number one pick. He was picked in baseball. Star. Isaiah Flippin' Win has the audacity to remove references to Patriots from his social media. Guess what, Isaiah? I don't give a rat's ass, and most of the world will never know you did it. No one cares. Get over yourself. Get over your pouting about playing right tackle, and just play good football, and maybe you'll get a contract somewhere. Don't play these games. I did not know that. You just ruined my Saturday afternoon with that piece of it. He thinks he's worthy of the social media. Ooh, ooh, I'm going to change my status. Get the hell out of here. That's ridiculous. I'm looking right now. He's... uh... And I've I don't been follow a win him, defender. Guess. It's I win 77. No, you don't. <laughs> he also you, wears 76. It should be penalty 77. It's penalty 76. Whatever the hell is not. Yeah, penalty 76, because that's what I hear on my TV each and every week from the referee. Yep. No, there's a, oh, there's one little thing right there. There's a, um, there's a holiday toy giveaway thing, and there's like a cardboard cutout of him appearing briefly in a Patriots uniform, and I think he probably kept that up for charity's sake. So you can sort of see that, but everything else, uh, Patriots related, scrubbed. Good. Maybe they're trading him. Maybe he knows it. You think now? Do you think it's good trade? to see? You think you. It's, he's like this is how he's uh, voicing his frustration with the organization. Is this like this is what I want in my life? And is he going to play that way? Because there's one way that you can see the Bears being able to get in the game if Isaiah Wynn has a couple of slip ups and Robert Quinn goes right around him and gets Quinning. after Mac Mac or Zap. Uh, I mean, like. That could that could be an issue, and and if and if so, do do we even see like do the Patriots hear about this? And next thing you know, Marcus Cannon gets the nod tomorrow night, or maybe Marcus Cannon is already getting the nod, and that's why he did this. Maybe he knows he's been because I've been waiting for a couple of weeks now for Marcus Cannon to just take over the job, and I know he's older and he's coming off injury, and you know never didn't have camp, whatever. I said this to you the other day. I would like to see Marcus Cannon fail at right tackle because I want to see it at least be attempted because we know it is not working with Isaiah Wynn. He gives up sacks. He gives up strip sacks. He has a penalty every flipping game, leads the NFL in penalties. I just don't see the upside. He's sulking. He's made that clear. I'd have much more respect for him if in one of those back and forths with Phil Perry earlier in the year he just said, yeah, I'm upset that I'm playing right tackle. I think I'm a left tackle in this league. It kind of stinks that in a contract year they're moving me to right tackle. I don't like it. But you know what? This is the real world. It's a business. I have to go out there and do my job if I want to get a contract. I'd have much more respect if he said that instead of the fake-ass smiles and now the the removing patriots from social media. Grow up. You're not that notable. $10.4 million in a fifth-year option to play right tackle before you hit free agency, and then you can pick and choose wherever you go. We'll see how much you get. Ain't going to be much considering that you lead the NFL with eight penalties against. Like, he's... 
the most penalized player in the NFL this year. Yeah, like that's, and you, that's he, he'll probably blame the Patriots. I'm just sorry, it's not. He'll probably blame the Patriots. Oh, you move me to right? No, no, no. You know why you're not going to get paid as much? You suck. It's you. It's a you problem, Mister Seventy Six. It's not because the dirty little secret that's in the, right tackles make as much as left tackles now. Joe Tooney's a guard makes as much as tackles now. It doesn't really matter what position you play. You can get a massive contract in the National Football League if you're a high level offensive lineman, which is what he's supposed to be as a former first round pick who could play guard, who could play tackle, left tackle, right tackle, versatility. He should have a lot going for him. And the biggest issue that's going against him is. He's not very good. Very good, though, is Mike Onwenu, who has settled in nicely for the Patriots at right guard and is having a terrific season. So that could be another reason why the offensive line is playing at the high level that they are. Andy, a couple of players maybe that could be some uh, wild cards or sneaky big contributors for the Patriots on Monday night. Damian Harris had some media availability this week. He was also not on the injury report. I think you and I both, well, he is on the injury Andre report. Stevenson just, whoa, whoa, whoa. He, he is on the injury report. He's just a full participant in practice. Okay, excuse me. He's on the report, but he's a full participant. That's a good right. sign, rather, I should say. Excuse me. Thank you for the qualification. Um, Damian Harris coming back, forming the one-two punch. Much better rushing attack, I believe, than when you just have Ramondre Stevenson at this point as the primary, if not only, ball carrier. Because while Pierre Strong and Kevin Harris did both get in the game last week, it was just... Uh, to spell Ramondre quickly. It wasn't like they had significant snaps in a week where all 10 rookies did play, which is still very impressive. Harris and Stevenson is the one-two punch, the hammer and, uh, I don't know, the, the Ramondre, if you will. Like, that makes them way better. They're a much more dynamic rushing attack when you look at them that way. But I'm wondering if there's somebody else on offense. Um, Andrew Callahan noted earlier this week that while the Bears do have, and we've heard this a couple of times this week, a better-than-average pass defense, they're terrible against slot receivers. So maybe Jacoby Myers, who's having a sneaky, terrific season when he's healthy and he's out there, really on the ascension, maybe he's a significant factor tomorrow night. Or could it be Tyquan Thornton's season Monday night nationally televised? Well, as you mentioned earlier, the weather could play a factor here, Mm -hmm. um, and that could hinder. um, Maybe Tyquan Thornton's season could be hindered a little bit by that. Um, young player, small wrists. I don't know if they want to give those uh, jet sweep end arounds to him. I'm just kidding. I'm sure they would. Um, but no, Jacoby Myers in you know slot receiver in the range, short, quick throws uh, certainly could be part of it. Obviously, the run game. Um, one thing we haven't touched on, and I'm um, I don't know if I'm surprised or proud of you, Fitzy, that you haven't uh, latched on to this. But uh, okay, maybe I'm sh- maybe I'm maybe I'm introducing a new element to my repertoire: restraint. Uh, I doubt it. Uh, Justin Jones, the Bears defensive lineman, their ah, starter, yes. good player, who uh, is going to, quote, check the footballs Monday night because when he thinks Patriots, he thinks deflated balls, and he's heard that they're still doing it. What are your thoughts on those comments coming out of Chicago? Please do. Thank you for the, thank you for something juicy and fun in an otherwise kind of boring matchup between what should have been a Sizzla and two 2021 first-round draft picks, number 12, Justin Fields going to the Bears against number 15th overall, Mac Jones. Like, there's not a lot of sex appeal to this matchup. I just watched the during commercial break the Cynthia Freudland breakdown, uh, you know, what the win probabilities are, like a kind of a snoozy 24-17 Patriots win. I think that's what Mark Grody talked to us about from 670, the ticket earlier this week. Like, this is kind of a boring matchup right now. And the only thing that's making it interesting 
is Mac Jones versus Zappi and who people think is going to get the start and why. Once that's decided, it's just going to happen. Like the, the Patriots are the better team right now. The Bears have been a mess for a while. We can't see them pulling out of that nosedive anytime soon. Are the Patriots better than their 3-3, three and three, hopefully 4-3 and three record indicates? So Justin Jones pulling that old chestnut out, the old saggy balls, the old deflated footballs, he must have thought he was the toast of the town, an absolute cut-up at the party. Oh, the Bears must have just been having a lull and a half in the locker room this week. Saggy footballs, deflated balls, going to be ch- – who, who is he? Uh, what was the name of the uh, – What's the name of the linebacker who intercepted Brady and then brought the balls over to Kensel and that's when everything began? Oh. Uh, began with a Q, I think. Dequell Jackson. Yes, Dequell Jackson. Ah, yes. yes. There's so many Dequells in my life. I can't believe I got that confused. But the, uh, the interesting thing here for me is, obviously Tom Brady's long gone, mm-hmm. but the Patriots have also had three different starting quarterbacks this year. Mac Jones, Brian Hoyer, and Bailey Zappi. One might like, think they all like the ball at slightly different inflation point yeah I, I i mean who knows what zappy wants he might not even know what he really wants with an nfl football right he's only thrown an nfl football for a couple of weeks now as he's ascended quickly to starter status brian hoyer i just it feels weird to me it feels forced now oh, maybe he I, actually I, heard trust it. trust me i thought you were gonna say hey fitzy you know forced comedy yeah like seriously like this feels <laughs> like you're trying too hard it just seems dumb now i don't know yeah. what comes of it like, are they going to run right at Justin Jones 22 times to embarrass him and, and truck him with, yes, with Mike yeah, Onwenu, whatever? You just answered your own question. Absolutely. They tried, but I think they, they would have done that anyway because their run defense stinks. Yeah, this is the fourth week in a row. This is crazy. What uh, An outlier statistical that benefits the Patriots significantly, one of the main reasons why they should be able to win and win handily Monday. This is the fourth week in a row. They play a bottom eight rush defense in the NFL. Packers still should have won that game. We'll we'll live and let live with that one for now. Then of course, home against the Lions. Then against the Browns. Funny thing is, the Lions. Uh, excuse me, the Browns did a good job stopping the run. Patriots passing is what was the difference, and or the Cleveland Browns offensive ineptitude in that game. And now you play the Bears, like and the Bears don't do anything that well on offense, and they have a decent pass defense. Okay, then bring back Damian Harris. Our favorite words, of course, your favorite as a graduate of Tufts, jumbo formation. Just hammer it, pound it, grind it down all night long, put them to sleep, go home happy, four and three, and we're on to the Jets. Jumbo package, I prefer. Oh, I said jumbo formation. Yeah, Go jumbo package. Actually, what I wanted to call my original podcast at WEEI, but Rob Bradford would have none of it. Didn't care for it. Well, as we all know, jumbo isn't boring and neither is baseball. So make sure you subscribe to the Six Rings pod and baseball isn't boring and Brad Show and everything else we offer here podcast-wise at weei.com. When we come back, final segment, we'll talk a little Celtics, give our predictions for Monday night's game, final calls from you. We wrap it up on a beautiful Saturday with Fitzy and Hart here on EEI. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. WEEI. We are right back to Bitsy and Hart. Streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. I got my peaches out in Georgia. And that will do it. 
An impressive showing by the Boston Celtics in the season opener. They take care of business in Joe Mazzulla's head coaching debut. 126 to 117 as they defeat the Philadelphia 76ers. That was from the Celtics tip-off earlier this week at the TD Garden. Of course, they went down last night to FTX Arena in Miami and got the dub against the Heat, of course, where they got their Eastern Conference Final Game 7 conclusion clincher, if you will, back in May, and that was a barn burner right down to the last minute. Great start on the season for the Celtics, Andy, here as we wrap up Fitzy and Hart. Also, I was watching NBA on ESPN last night, the uh, pregame show. Mike Greenberg now is the host of that. I didn't know there was actually another show that Greeny could possibly host on ESPN. Does that man sleep? He must be a robot or maybe just artificial intelligence at this point. But Woj was on, and Woj said the Celtics are so happy with everything Missoula at this point that he's going to have, quote, every opportunity to shed that interim tag and become the head coach full-time at the end of the season. How do you like that? Yeah, I mean, that's what you should be saying. That's what should be out there. You know, we kind of talked about earlier, do you want um, dissent between the Mac Patriots and Mac Jones? You don't want that out there. You want full support behind Joe Missoula, and obviously they're off to a great start against two Eastern contenders. Mm-hmm. If if they go to the Eastern Conference Finals, NBA Finals, and, and there is no hangover from the scandal of the offseason, he absolutely deserves the opportunity to continue to coach this team moving forward. So it's a great sign, but I think that's also what you want the belief to be. You're emboldening your head coach that he's not just a fill-in placeholder, that if you fight for him and he fights for you and this works, we could keep this together. I think that's what you want out there. Yeah, I'm I'm so happy to see Brogdon has played so well. He's fit right in. They still have a big guy issue, obviously. Blake Griffin is definitely on the – he's probably teeing off on the 18th hole of his career right now. But how about Haverhill's own Noah Vonley coming in and actually giving some kind of necessary big guy minutes for the Celtics as Time Lord will likely be out almost until the halfway point of the season. No one is saying get him fitted for the jacket or, you know, I'll see you in Springfield when they honor the gentleman. But at the same time, like, nice little move right there to sort of like stopgap things until they can get Robert Williams back. And just like... You know, the big guys are playing out of their minds last night. Derek White continues to play tenacious D and then take a lot of shots that I have no idea why in the world someone ever would have told him, hey, that shot was a good idea. And Marcus Smart also seems, if a guy like him, who is unquestionably the emotional core and the energy guy on the Celtics, can even come out with more energy and more determination, like, it's like Andy, there's a chip on their shoulder. Or two chips on their shoulders. They could have uh, two chips on one shoulder would probably imbalance them. So the chip on each shoulder. One is we went all the way to the finals. We had a lead on our home court and we blew it. So we got to get back and win it, kind of like the Spurs did in 2014. Then the other chip is oh, so all y'all probably think that it was Coach Ime Odoka who turned us around and we're not going to be that good when we have the 34 year old interim interim who was Tatum's guy step in. No, no, no. We'll show you. And I, again, early. Two games out of an 82-game season. But at the same time, uh, I like what I'm seeing right now. I really, really like what I'm seeing. Yeah, there is nothing not to like, to use a uh, an appropriate double negative. Um, and obviously, I, it's not sustainable. Do I think Tatum and Brown are both going to average over 30 points a game? Probably not. 
I mean, it'd be awesome. I'm all for it. The J-team, explosion, to all nba player type season, not sustainable. But I also think Malcolm Brogdon's going to play better offensively at some point. Um, and you're probably going to figure out your bigs because you're going to get Time Lord back. And even if they're taking a cautious approach, the longer you go playing well without him, the better I feel about how you're going to play with him, especially defensively. Because they are giving up a lot of points. They don't look like the shutdown defense that they were over the second half of last season that was historically good on that end of the court. But, you know, you get him back and you pair him with the depoy, the DPOY, as uh, Marcus Smart has begun telling, calling himself, referring mm-hmm. to himself by the award that he won last year. Um, there's reason to be hopeful. So I thought they were going to stumble out of the gates. I, I'm, I'm not going to deny that. I, and it's still early, you know, get your first back-to-back tonight but uh the longer you go without stumbling early the better i feel about the long-term success of this team and the evolution of the the stars and the 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 core of the roster yeah the magic like i said are uh, a frisky team as well with some good young talent so it would be nice to see the celtics be able to hold serve in the back-to-back and come home three and oh after the two games in florida as well that tip-off is at seven o'clock on a sneaky good sports Saturday as well. Like we mentioned, you got some good college football games. And in addition to the Celtics, you got an NLCS game and an ALCS game. And then tomorrow, a slate full of worry free NFL football to you enjoy for you to enjoy for your fantasy and your wagering and or just your fanatical purposes. Give me one game that stands out to you, Andy, tomorrow before we wrap it up and say fare thee well to the WEI faithful. Uh, that Jets-Broncos game, because the Jets need to take advantage of the opportunity that's in front of them and say, yeah, we really are in the mix. So I think that's interesting with an opportunity. And I'm looking to Steelers and Dolphins tomorrow night, and I'm hoping and praying that nothing goes south for Tua. Thanks very much. Good job, Andy. Thank you, Stanley Bruno. Thank you, everyone who listened, who called, who participated and enjoyed and led us into their hearts, heads, and homes today. We will talk to you Monday night late after Patriots and Bears on the Six Rings postgame show. Until then, take care, God bless, and go Pats. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.